0: Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle.
1: Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Michelle. How are you? Oh, you're on mute. We got to unmute you.
0: Just kidding. Good morning. How are you guys?
1: Awesome. We've got a crew watching on Facebook live, apparently. I'm surprised where everyone is on the uh, live on Zoom this morning. this is this is weird. Our audience has shifted over to uh, other platforms, but uh, I'm glad you are here and you can't see the people if we get questions from the other platforms, we will paste them into this one so we can ask them here. Uh, so that's what happens is your audience dispersed over multiple platforms. Uh, mm-hmm. So awesome. We have an amazing expert with us this Friday. I like to pretend I'm an expert in a lot of things but uh, this is a platform that I really, I really don't know uh, everything about. This is We're going to talk about Instagram this morning. And Michelle Berman is um, one of the best Instagram trainers I know of in the real estate field. How long have you been doing uh, trainings with Instagram, Michelle?
0: Specifically real estate and Instagram since January of 2018, but I've been in the Instagram space since November of 2014. So going on seven years.
1: That, that's like, as long as you can go back. I don't think that I don't think many people can go back further than that in terms of Instagram strategies. So yeah. we're going I'm going to turn this over to Michelle. You could start wherever. I mean, there's, I asked Michelle, where do you want to go with Instagram and real estate? Um, and she said, there's so many places we can start. So I'm going to let you start at the beginning. Um, we'll be here to, you know, answer questions. I'll see if there's questions from the crew guys. If you're on Facebook, type them into the box there. We will ask Michelle, um, but we're going to kind of let her run with this and we'll see where, where we take it.
0: Yeah. So I'm really excited. I actually created something totally brand new for you guys this morning. And I hope that it resonates with people because as somebody who's been doing this for a very long time, I think there's a huge misconception in the marketplace right now when it comes to trying to use social media and hiring help to get social media um, off the ground and all kinds of things. Right. And a lot of people have the, I'm really busy or I have so much going on. I just don't have time to post. So I'm just going to hire, you know, a VA that is overseas to do it for me. Um, And there's definitely pros and cons to doing that. Um, But one of the things that I wanted to lead with this morning, before we got into a couple of tactical things was, how to do that, right? How to hire help. If you know that you can't do it yourself, you know, you're too busy to get it done, how to actually hire help to do it and how to do it effectively so that you're not just hiring any help. You're hiring help. That's actually going to make you money on the back um, which everybody wants, right? If we're going to spend time using Instagram and using social media, we want to make sure we're going to get a return on our investment. Um, so do I have screen sharing abilities, Jesse? I'll d- double check here.
1: You should.
0: Okay. Oh, yep. We're good. All right. So I'm going to get my screen share going here. And hopefully you guys can all see that. Can you see it, Jess?
1: Sure can. I do. Instagram power method.
0: Yes. Love it. Okay. So the presentation is going to start here where I'm going to talk to the broker, to the team leader, to the new agent directly. Um, And then I'm going to go into some really tactical stuff. um, And I call it my third place um, assignment, if you will. So this is a quick super fast thing that you can implement immediately today. Um, And even if the rest of your content isn't that great yet, or you haven't figured out what you're supposed to be doing there, you can at least do this part correctly. Um, So we'll get to that. I'm gonna try to get through this first part quickly um, so that we have enough time to do the back end stuff. So I wanna start by saying, what are the things that you need to know when you're hiring help for social media, especially if you're any of the three categories on the previous slide? So the first thing is that hiring somebody for cheap should not be the first thought that comes out of or into your brain, right? I think there's something great about being cost-effective and being smart with your money and financially um, fluid, right? Where you have cash on hand to be able to do it and you're not strapped for that. Um, As a business owner myself, we've all been in that place, right? Spending money on something, we wanna see, see if we can do it for as cheap as possible. But when it comes to this, That is not something that you guys should be leading with in your mind. Um, Now, there's three big things when you are considering hiring help for social media that I want you guys to think about. Um, And we deal with this every single day when people call us saying, you know, hey, how much would it cost for you to just do it for us? Right. And then they hear how much we cost. And they're just like, well, couldn't I hire somebody, you know, for ten dollars an hour to do that? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. But what are you going to get out of that? Um, so here's the three big things that you need to think about when hiring help, do they know your voice, right? One of the things that every single client that we work with, um, can trust when they spend money with us is that we will take the time to get to, to, know them individually. We actually have an application process that people have to go through in order to even have an opportunity to be a part of our team. Um, and what we do. Um, and the reason for that is when people are hiring help for social media, that person has to be their right hand in a way, even if they're not physically present there, they have to know what they sound like. They have to know the words that they use and the the language that they don't say. Right. And why, because have you guys ever noticed somebody's Instagram you go and maybe it's somebody, you know, um, maybe it's Facebook, it's social media, really in general. And you can tell that it's not them, right. You can tell that it's not them writing stuff. Um, And I can tell you that that is the surefire way to not get business off of Instagram specifically, but really any platform that you use. Um, Now, what we do is we require biweekly check-ins with that client, right? We make them get on Zoom with us, spend time with us, get to know their personalities. Um, We know what their dog's names are. We know what every part of their life is. Um, When it comes to being able to produce content, it's so much more effective that way. Now, the second thing is, can they creatively push you in the right direction? Um, So a lot of times what you hire when you go cheap um, is somebody who just creates templates that looks like everybody else, right? It's like a stocky type piece of content. Um, And that's because they don't know how to do it any other way. They're not trained for it. They haven't been in the industry. They don't know exactly what they're doing. They're cheap help, right? Meaning they just go and they pull templates off of, you know, a basic Canva Um, Platform or something like it. Um, And there's no value in that whatsoever. So, one of the things we always say and we encourage people when they're trying to hire someone is does that person understand the business strategy of how to play on multiple platforms all at one time? Does that person know what the trends are right now um, to make sure, hey, you need to be doing reels? I haven't seen a single one from you in the last two weeks. Why? Right being able to get that out of the person. Um, And a lot of times when people hire us, that's what they say. They say, you know, we came to you because we know that you're more of a consultant than just an Instagram coach. And when you guys are hiring somebody, think about that because you're going to get way more bang for your buck out of it. Um, And then the third thing is, do they know the platform specifically? Um, As Jesse was saying, um, kind of like laughingly, it's so true. Seven years ago, what was, popular what was happening on Instagram is so, so different than what it is today. Um, And I have been in the Instagram industry pretty much since its inception, um, when Instagram was really a thing after Snapchat went publicly traded, if all of you guys remember that, back like several, several years ago. Um, Instagram really took off as this platform um, on top of, you know, other things along the way. Um, But seven years ago, what was cool and what was trending and what kind of content was supposed to be done then is so different than today. So when you're hiring someone, you have to make sure that you're hiring a person that understands the platform as it stands in its current form um, and is always up to date on trends. Because at the end of the day, if they aren't, they're doing you a disservice and you're wasting money. Um, So when people ask us, you know, why, why, or why you Michelle, or what makes you different? um, uh, You know, I don't think I'm that different. I just think I love Instagram a lot. Um, but I will tell you the biggest thing for me and my go-to answer every time is I'm not a title rep trying to be an Instagram guru to generate business, right? I'm not a real estate agent trying to use, um, Instagram as a way to attract other real estate agents to my team, right? I am an Instagram person, 100%. Um, I'm not a business developer for a, a loan officer company or for a brokerage, right? This is all I do every single day. Therefore, when people come to me, they can trust that, we know Instagram. Um, and there's nothing wrong with being any of those other people. I have a ton of friends that are all of those other categories that do great things. Um, but the difference being right. They also have another job, right? This is my only job. And I really think that's what makes the differentiation, um, apparent. Um, and then the last thing I will tell you guys is when it comes to using the platform to generate business, which is what we're about to talk about when I say third place, um, Hiring a company or hiring somebody that knows how to dig into you as an individual and figure out who your ideal client is, is so, so important. Do they know the questions to ask to get that out of you? Do they know what it takes to actually find that person on the platform? Do they understand what that even means? Right, Because if any of you guys have ever looked at your Instagram or followed along with the people that are following you or start to come in, and if you've ever asked yourself, why are they nothing but other realtors or other loan officers or people that just want to take me out to coffee and earn my business? The answer is the way you're engaging is wrong. Right, So if that's what you're attracting, it's because the engagement piece is missing um, in a way that actually generates ideal clients for you. So that is something that's really, really important. Um, and I feel like very, very few people actually do correctly, um, because they just don't know the difference. Um, and so that's what I'm hoping to shed some light on for you guys this morning. Um, the last thing I will say, right. We talked about this a little bit, paying a full time social media person to work for you, um, in house, you typically have to pay that person a full-time salary to get them to do even half good work. Right. Um, And that's something that I've seen. I used to be one of those people many, many years ago when I first started my company. Um, And I can tell you, there's no way I would have worked for less than a full-time salary. Right. And even at the time it was like $22 an hour. Like it wasn't a lot, but as a 22 year old, 23 year old, like if you can't help me pay my rent, right. I'm not going to work for you Um, now versus today, right. Let's pretend that person as a starting social media assistant is like $35,000 a year right? Which is low. Um, but at the same time, that's at least somewhat livable, right? Um, paying a firm, if you do the math, right? If let's say you pay them what, 12000 or excuse me, $1,200 a month, that's $36,000 for the year. I, or not even that, $24,000 for the year, I think. Um, so it's dramatic, not even actually, I'm terrible at math, but Jesse, if you do that math, you can chime in and tell us, um, but 1200 a month times 12, right. I'm pretty sure that's like not even 15,000. Now that I'm doing the math
1: better in my head, 14,400 a year.
0: Boom. So look at that, right? Look at the difference. That's literally half Of what you would have to pay somebody to work for you full-time and that firm is your go-to they're supposed to know how to do all of the things that i just explained to you Um, and if they don't keep interviewing other ones until you find the right one um but thank you jesse for doing the math for me but that's what i'm talking about right is you want to hire someone as a full-time assistant for thirty-six thousand dollars a year to just do your social media um great, do it, but you better give them a bunch of other things to do because at the end of the day, what are you really paying for? Um, So the paying the firm piece is typically cheaper overall. Um, Paying a firm also that does it all for you guys is really, really important, right? Not somebody who niggles and dimes you for every extra thing. Um, That's a big problem. And a big trend right now is, you know, you pay a company like tiers of packages, like in my opinion, why, right? Pay a company that just does it all for you and pay a little extra so you don't get nickel and dimed every two seconds because you end up paying more that way. Um, The next thing is someone who specializes in your field, right? If you're a real estate agent and a loan officer or anywhere within that, right? I literally just spoke to a transaction company yesterday or transaction coordinator company who that's all they do, right? They have transaction coordinators that get hired out in-house to help, Real estate agents and loan officers across the country. Um, And even though I'm technically a real estate agent expert um, or the real estate field expert, um, transaction coordinating fits perfectly into that, right? A realtor doesn't exist without that person in many cases. Um, So hiring someone that specializes in the field specifically is going to make your money go farther um, than it would if you just hired a social media firm that does everything. Um, and then the last thing is specialized contacts for other things. So, um, when you're hiring a company, do they know a, a designer? If they're not one, do they know a, um, person that does videography for you? Do they know someone that makes micro content for people? Um, do they know all of those people in the industry? I call it kind of like your toolkit, right? Does that person have a toolkit that can help you with everything? Um, so that there is not like, oh, well, I can't find somebody to do this. So I'm just not going to do it. Right. Um, that's really important to have. So make sure you think about all those things when you're deciding on who to hire. Um, It's something that I can't, I feel like I can't harp on enough just because I've seen so many people do it so poorly. Um, But right now, especially in the real estate world, I feel like everyone is so busy um, that they want to do something quick and they know they need help, but they don't know how to do it correctly. So um, I hope that for any of you guys listening, that was really helpful. Um, even just a little bit that you were able to get out of it. So the big conversation that I wanna have for you guys, this is your tactical, practical, take this right now, do it this afternoon um, and you will see a massive difference in the way that you engage on the platform. Um, But this is a a term I've coined over the years called what is your third place? Um, So when you're not home, when you're not at work, Um, where are you in your business potentially that you could generate new clients for yourself? Um, And how does this ultimately help you figure out where to engage? That's another piece to this, right? Um, If you're gonna engage on the platform, our goal is to generate business from people who are like-minded, people that are into the things that we're into, um, that make it less salesy when you get on the phone with them and more like a conversation with a friend. Um, And I can tell you by... Figuring all of this out, I don't feel like I have a sales call with anyone ever. Right. I feel like they almost, in many cases, once they reach out to me, know more about me than I feel like they should. Um, but in a good way, because we're able to have a conversation about things that have nothing to do with business before we even get into that business conversation. So if you guys have ever gone to a coffee shop and, and met, met a new buyer and you're like, I have no idea who you are. I have no idea like, where you came from, and it's like an awkward first conversation. This way, if you do it this way and you do it strategically, you will never have another, another conversation like that ever um, with any new lead that comes through your business. So third place, what does this actually mean? Um, when you go to engage on Instagram, you will be engaging in this third place that you figure out. Um, you will not be engaging on real estate related hashtags, right? Because if you are engaging with real estate related hashtags, you will generate nothing but other realtors or um, real estate industry people following you, right? That's the problem. So if you're using real estate related hashtags on your content, wonderful, great. That's exactly what it's there for so that you can be found in those categories. But is that where you go and do your likes and do your comments? Absolutely not, right? They are mutually exclusive of each other. So when you're not at work, when you're not at home, where do you go, right? Are you in really into motorcycles? Are you in Facebook groups for the, for those, right? Where you go and do your meetups on the weekend and go to brunch and drive up. Um, I, you know, I'm in Arizona, but in Arizona, we have a lot of um, really fun cities north of us, right? Like Payson and Flagstaff and a lot of these places that are a lot cooler than Phoenix during the summer. So a lot of people go up there. So if you have that, if you have that thing, right, then where should you be engaging on the platform? a bunch of other motorcycle stuff, right? Motorcycle hashtags, businesses that sell motorcycles or do um, motorcycle parts or even businesses that are like supporting motorcycle clubs or have like discounts for them, um, anything along those lines. Golf is a really popular one. Um, If you're really into golf, where should you be engaging, right? Or if you can genuinely say, I get business off of the fact that I play golf every Sunday because I hang out with the crew and they refer me, right? Then that's something to think about commenting and engaging on golf clubs or golf courses, country clubs, or um, local golf pros, right? Golf lesson type companies, anything within that space that's going to generate new eyeballs in the golf industry onto your content, or even just someone that really loves golf, just like you um, onto your content. Um, Another really popular one um, is yoga or meditation, that whole space. Um, dyslexia awareness is a fun one. So I have a client that I've worked with for years now. Um, her daughter is dyslexic and she is on the board for this big charity here in Arizona for dyslexia awareness. Um, and when she went through this homework assignment to figure out, you know, where was that place for her? She was like, I get so much business out of the fact that I'm on this board and I didn't even think about it that way. Um, and when she did that and she was like, oh my gosh, that's what I should be engaging on because all my content speaks to that too it was game changing for her as far as what kind of business she was able to generate, how passionate she was about the business. She was getting off of the platform um, and how those clients were perfect people to one, be a client that at that point, but also to be clients for life later on Um, dog rescues are big. I have a a couple of clients that actually own like pit bull rescues and we're able to identify that that's where they get a lot of business um, just because they, they have their hand in those things. Um, I even have a lady who is in a pickleball club and was like, is that even a thing? Should I even be engaging on that? Absolutely, 100%. Because if you guys look up pickleball on Instagram, it is really popular. (laughs) Um, So all of those things matter, right? Are you a master gardener? Are you really into the outdoors and camping and hiking and ATVs and and that space? Um, Figuring out what that is for you um, and asking yourself, where do I spend time that I could have potentially generated business Um, that I haven't yet, or maybe I have, and I haven't embraced on Instagram specifically yet. Um, Now, as far as, you know, where do you go with this, right? What's your tactical thing? Um, If you say dyslexia awareness, I'm just going to use this as the example, um, or you say hiking, AKA like outdoors, that type of thing. Maybe you're a mom and you are on the PTA board for where your kids go to school. Essentially what you could do is create a cycle each day of the week, um, where one of your third places is your focus for that day. Right. So this particular person, I just, it's a made up individual, right. As far as these three combinations, but if this is you Monday, maybe your dyslexic or dyslexia awareness day Tuesday is going to be your hiking day. So it's going to be all kinds of outdoor stuff, camping, mountain parks, um, trails that you can hike, even like companies or local, like you guys probably have heard of like the walking store, REI, that type of place. Um, they have places on Instagram that you can engage in hashtag type content. And then Wednesday is your PTA mom or boy mom or girl mom or whatever focus, um, or even like new mom. Um, and you can just go down the wormhole each one of those days. So essentially, my goal for you is to pick a category each day that is something you really enjoy and engage there directly. Right. Now, the one thing I want to say to bring this all full circle is you have to have content on your Instagram or on your social media profiles that speak to these places. Right. So for example, if I go comment on a bunch of um, military spouse content, right, my husband's retired special forces. So if I were to go comment on a bunch of that stuff and somebody came to my Instagram and didn't see any of that, or didn't see anything about me being part of that community, why would they follow me? Right. Why would they keep consuming my content? they wouldn't. Right. So I always say, if I, if I were to use myself as an example, I'm not a real estate agent, but let's pretend I was, um, I would engage on military spouse, military wives, um, that type of space, just because I am married to one. Um, the second thing for me would be the fitness industry, right? I am a retired competitive CrossFitter, um, and a retired college swimmer. So I would spend a lot of time in those two places because I have a lot of commonality with them. I have a lot of shared interests and things that I could talk about for days and days and days um, when it comes to that. Um, And my content would speak to that, right? I'd be posting pictures of my husband and I at military stuff or VA stuff, right? I'd be posting pictures of um, me swimming or me crossfitting or competing um, and all of those things. And I would couple that with my real estate related content so that if I'm engaging in those places, somebody comes to my platform, They're like, yeah, absolutely. Not only is she like totally just like me, she also happens to be a real estate agent. So now I just created this top of mind understanding from that individual without me even having to say that, right? My content did it for me and the way I engaged backed it up. So that's what this is really all about. Um, Now, the other thing I want you guys to, to think about is why is this so important? Um, because figuring out where that third place is for you is the key to your daily engagement. It's the key to engaging with intention, um, and doing so that's very, very strategic so that even if your content sucks, right. Even if you're like, I hate everything I post and I don't even know what I'm supposed to be posting. If you can do this piece correctly, your content naturally will evolve and get better because you'll start to understand what kind of content you want to post as you continue to do your engagement. Um, And this is also how you generate a very, very targeted following, right? So people, um, I'll never forget this email I got from a gentleman who, you know, had been marketed to based off the Instagram power method course. Um, And he emailed me back and he said, I don't need Instagram Michelle because there's nobody in Dayton, Ohio that uses Instagram. And I literally about laughed out loud um, in my computer chair because I was like, you genuinely don't understand marketing. That's okay. Um, But That's the the problem, right? Is people think that Instagram is this platform that's a worldwide thing. Therefore, how can they get business right in their little local small town? And this answer or what I've just given you guys over the last three slides is the answer to that, right? Using local hashtags, using local businesses that fit the niches or the ideal clients that you're after um, and spending time on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in those categories. um, Even something like hashtag AZ hiking here in Arizona, Um, If you guys look that hashtag up, it's nothing but a bunch of other families going hiking on hiking trails in Arizona, right? So can you generate a following of people in your local area? 1000% yes. Um, Trusting your analytics to show you that. Um, And if you don't know what your analytics are, um, (laughs) reach out and ask me because I can show you how to see it very, very easily. Um, But your numbers do not lie and they will show you Um, so if you're, if you're wondering, how do I get business just right here in my little town, this way of engaging is how you do that. Um, now the one thing I also want to say, I know I'm running out of time here, but, um, the difference between a spammy comment and a good comment, a genuine, authentic comment. Um, if you're going to take the time to do the engagement that I'm teaching you how to do, um, I always say quality over quantity. If you have 10 minutes a day to do this, because you are genuinely that busy, Um, then the comments on the right are going to be significantly more valuable um, than the ones on the left. Right. Even if you can only do 10 total. Right. So on the left, you get really nice information. Like, did you even read my caption is the first thought that I think when I read it that somebody left that comment on my content. Um, I really love this thing. What are you talking about? What thing are you talking about? Um, my favorite one is the emoji when someone just drops an emoji on a piece of content, I'm like, Are, am I supposed to respond to that? Cause was that funny? I don't really know. Um, so there's, there's so many of types of people that do comments like this. Um, and I get them every single day. My favorite is when I get a DM message from somebody that says, Hey, can I help you grow your following on Instagram? Um, and clearly they didn't read my Instagram profile to see that that's what I do for a living. Um, And it's very obvious. Right. So the ones on the right, something like this is so true. We should all work on our relationship with money and investing. Clearly, that person read my caption. Right. Am I likely to respond and keep the conversation going or even take that to my DMS potentially? Thousand percent. Yes. Right. Or the second one. Vulnerability is huge by becoming showing or by becoming showing that person needs help with grammar. Um, by becoming and showing vulnerability, you're immediately not vulnerable as much anymore. Um, I think what they meant is by overcoming and showing vulnerability, you're not as vulnerable anymore. Um, right. So I'm more likely to respond to that. The third one, my dad has a version of the saying that's similar, but also different. Sometimes the best way to lead is by letting others think that they're leading. Right. Um, and this was a comment thread that was on one of my actual posts. Every single one of these people got a response from me the people on the left, same post, none of them got a response from me. So if you're gonna take the time to, and only put 10 minutes in to do engagement, make it the most powerful 10 minutes that could start three new conversations one-on-one with you and somebody else as compared to the ones on the left. So I won't harp on that anymore. Um, But are hashtags that you should be engaging on different than the ones you use for your content? 1000 billion percent yes, right? Hashtags for engagement are based off your likes and your interests and the things that you can genuinely engage with authentically, meaning the things that you enjoy doing outside of work and being home where you generate business, right? So everything we've been talking about thus far, the ones that you use on your content, um, this is a whole like three hour presentation by itself, but the ones that are on your content itself are real estate related or industry specific and specific to that individual post that you put out, right? And the goal is so that you can be found in those places, right? So if I'm a new homeowner and I look up AZ Realtor on Instagram, if you don't have AZ Realtor in your content, I won't find you, right? Um, So that's something to think about, right? But they are very, very different. Now, I know I only have 30 minutes, so I'm gonna kind of skip this because I went through all of these um, and give you guys just some resources Um, I have a ton of free resources out on the, on the universe or on the interwebs, if you will, um, for you guys to go take advantage of. Um, But my contact information is on the screen. Um, If you guys would like to reach out, my Instagram handle um, is Berman Media Social. I don't know why I didn't put that on there. I should have. Um, but Berman media social is my Instagram. Um, my maiden name on, or my married name on Facebook is Michelle Michael. So if you guys, um, try to find me on Facebook, just know it's Michelle Michael. I, I got yelled at by a client the other day. He was like, I can't find you. Um, and it was cause I updated it to my married name and then forgot that most people don't know me by that. Um, so contact information for you. Um, and then there's two other big free things for you guys to take advantage of. Um, I have a free hour training on what I call the four steps or the four piece framework to generating leads on Instagram. Um, the link is also in my bio on Instagram. So, um, whatever's easier for you, if you want to write that down or or Google it, um, that's fine. Um, and then my free Facebook group on Facebook, um, is my favorite thing in the world. I've literally spent hours in that thing just because I, I love giving away as much as I can. Um, but that free Facebook group is just called the Instagram power method. One word or one phrase I should say Um, don't join the one that says course members only because that's only if you own the Instagram power method course, but um, someday you may be able to enter that one. Um, But that free group is super valuable. There's free content that goes out every single day. Um, It's a massive community of people in over 20 States that you guys can network and help with each other as you're going through the social media process. Um, And, Obviously if you guys need me directly, you're more than welcome to, to reach out. Instagram is probably the best place um, cause it's where I spend the most time. So, um, but thank you, Jesse. Um, I will turn it back over to you and just say, I hope that you guys all got a lot out of this um, and I was excited to be here. Yeah,
1: No, this is awesome, Michelle. I was just gonna say, clearly you have enough content. We should have you back on again. <laughs> I Shelly put in the comment box. This is great. I saw some people on Facebook. Um, uh, this is really, really good stuff, Michelle, very tactical, very useful. And, uh, I agree with Shelly, the, the third place. I love the, uh, uh, the concept really easy to use. Someone was asking on Facebook. We'll have to dive into it. Um, next time but make sure you comment back they said do you know a good firm that'll do this sort of stuff that's you guys isn't it don't you do this stuff for clients yeah,
0: we, we do but the way i answer that um you know and i'm i'm one to be very very honest and very transparent i have, actually have the word honesty tattooed on my body for multiple reasons but um i believe 100 percent that there is somebody for everybody. Um, If you'd like to interview us, we'd love to to have the conversation with you. Um, Are we the perfect person for every single person? No, we're not. Um, Or are we the perfect firm? Um, And we're okay with that, but we're absolutely willing to help. Um, And we are, we, we do it every day. I feel like just about these days. So um, we're happy to assist. Of course, we do have what we call our VIP program. That's specifically for um, somebody that wants basically us to do it all for them. So.
1: Awesome. Michelle. This is awesome. Check the comments. People are loving it. Have a wonderful week, guys, a weekend. Start of the Realtor Work Week. Enjoy yourself. And uh, we'll see everybody on Monday. Thank you, Michelle. This is so good.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate you guys. Bye.